charity auction for fabulous fillies was a fantastic night out as well. Article by Elizabeth Lee. It was the first big night out that anyone could remember and boy did everyone really love it. It was an extra special event that took place last weekend in Ballykeely House. A charity auction complete with a three-course dinner and lots of free goodies in aid of breast cancer research. It was even better than we imagined it would be. It was fantastic seeing everyone together again enjoying themselves, said Kira Stanley, who organised the event with Claire Power. Everything came together for the night and we got such support. We realised how much we missed all this, going out and being together. It would do you good to see it. It was fantastic. Kira and Claire are two women working in the rural business sector. Kira is at the helm of Ardatton Embroidery, which customises work clothes and gifts with personal messages, while Claire's business is Ballybar Ireland, a clothing company. Both of them wanted to do something for October's Breast Cancer Awareness campaign and so launched a pink work shirt, the fabulous Phillies shirt, with bespoke embroidery in aid of the National Breast Cancer Research Institute, based in the National University of Ireland, Galway. The duo decided to host a night out where their friends, family and acquaintances could get together and socialise after 18 months of restrictions, so they came up with the idea of the fabulous Phillies charity auction. They couldn't have timed it better because people were more than ready for it. The local businesses were very supportive too, with over 30 lots up for auction, including hotel vouchers, garden furniture and hampers of all sorts up for sale. Not only that, but everyone got a free goodie bag crammed with beautiful or delicious local products. Auctioneer Michal Doyle took care of the busy bidding while musician Kieran Brennan did a wonderful job with the live music. More than €10,500 was raised, which was even better than Kira and Claire had wished for. It was such a brilliant night, everyone was so supportive and generous. People are already asking about next year's event, said a delighted Kira. Union Walk for Christian Aid raised €1,000, article by Suzanne Pender. A sponsored walk by members of the Church of Ireland in counties Carlow and Wexford has raised more than €1,000 for Christian Aid's work in some of the world's poorest communities overseas. On a Saturday morning in late September, around 40 members of the Bunclody Union of Parishes set off from St. Fiuch's Church in the picturesque village of Clonigal, walking about 7 kilometres through the grounds of Huntington Castle and along quiet roads. The walk was organised by Gillian Porter with the help of other Clonigal parishioners and supported by Bunclody Rector, the Reverend Trevor Sargent. The volunteers even laid on refreshments in the church car park afterwards. Christian Aid Ireland Chief Executive Rosamond Bennett thanked the Bunclody parishioners for their fundraising efforts. We are grateful to Gillian, Reverend Trevor and all the organisers, as well as to the walkers and the many others who sponsored them. Their fundraising walk comes at a time when Christian Aid Ireland is helping people on the front line of the global hunger crisis. Hunger that is made worse by conflict and climate change. To help Christian Aid Ireland reach more people affected by hunger, visit caid.ie forward slash hunger or telephone 01 Aged Service of Remembrance, article by Suzanne Pender. 
Aisht will hold its annual ecumenical service of remembrance on Tuesday the 9th of November. The service offers Carlow people and their families the opportunity to remember and honour loved ones through readings and a candlelit service, which will take place over the course of the evening. This year the service will be celebrated by Father John Dunphy, Reverend David White and Father Tom Little and will be held at 8pm on Tuesday the 9th of November in St Clair's Church, Grey Cullen. The service will adhere to COVID-19 restrictions. It can also be viewed via the Greg Cullen webcam on www.gregcullenkilleshen.com. As numbers may be limited due to COVID restrictions, Aisht is asking people to RSVP before Friday the 5th of November on 059-9139-684 or 085-866-1499. Unum shortlisted for Tech Award. Article by Suzanne Pender. Carlo-based company Unum has been shortlisted in a record-breaking year for the annual Technology Ireland Industry Awards. Following a record 82 applications, 47 entries have now been shortlisted for the 29th Technology Ireland Industry Awards, with Unum among the prestigious companies selected. Unum Ireland Limited has been shortlisted in the Excellence in Talent Development category. Technology Ireland, alongside sponsors EY Ireland and Fidelity Investments, Work Human and Enterprise Ireland, extended its congratulations to the successful entrance, stating that the mix of Indigenous Irish-owned companies and international FDI companies and the quality of the entries highlighted the vibrancy of the Irish tech sector. The next stage of the awards will see the shortlisted entries present to 10 independent judging panels comprised of CEOs and founders of successful Irish technology companies and leaders within the technology sector. The winners will be announced at the awards event on Friday the 19th of November in the Weston Hotel, Dublin. Aspiring filmmaker captures hometown during lockdown. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Gifted photographer and aspiring filmmaker John Hughes spent the longest days and nights of severe social restrictions taking photographs of his hometown. 19-year-old John was a Leaving Cert student when the social lockdowns were imposed and the streets of Balting Glass were deserted. He and his friends roamed the town at night, restless as only teenagers can be. But rather than lamenting about the restrictions, John used his camera to document the silent and empty streets. He also focused on historic buildings such as St. Joseph's Church or the former convent, Rathcoran House, to illustrate the still eeriness of the place. The whole place was so quiet, so it was easy to take photographs. There were so few people around, so there was a certain atmosphere. It gave a kind of gothic feeling to the photos, said John. The son of John and Bridget Hughes from Baltinglass, John has begun the next chapter on the road to becoming a screenwriter and director. He's studying film production in Carlow Institute for further education, after which he hopes to progress to IT Carlow or the Dunlera College of Art, Design and Technology. His photographs are available for sale as prints or as postcards, so visit his Facebook page. John Hughes Film and Photography, for further details. Book Remembers Castle Dermot's Forgotten The men and women from Castle Dermot who served in World War I 
are remembered in a new book that will be launched on the 11th of November, Remembrance Day. Simply titled The Forgotten, A Secret History, this is Abilan's native Gerard Whelan's first book. Gerard, who considers himself an accidental author and local World War I historian, has spent the past few years researching the men and women from his native area who served in the Great War, but whose stories have simply been forgotten. As a youngster in school, I was told that the Great War was not an Irish war, rather that it was a British war fought against Germans, whilst we took the opportunity to strike a blow for our freedom at Easter 1916. I had no proof, but I knew if there had been a scrap of that magnitude, the Irish would have to be involved in it somewhere, said Gerard. In my older years, while on holiday to France, I happened upon some war graveyards and was astounded to see the number of Irish buried there. It seemed that every single graveyard I visited had a strong Irish representation. It was then I was sure that what I learnt in school was not the full story. In 2013, a random post appeared on my social media showing the names of 21 men from Castle Dermot who had served in the war. What piqued my curiosity was that two of these soldiers carried the exact names of my twin sons, James and William Whelan. This was the start of a journey, said Gerard. The book uncovers the 48 men from the Castle Dermot district who went to the Great War and never made it home and now lie in forgotten lonely graves strewn across Europe and Africa. It also reveals the histories of a further 113 men and two women who also served in and survived the war. There were the four Byrne brothers from Barnhill, two of whom were killed in action, and the two English brothers, granduncles of well-known singer and musician Michael English, who lost their lives on the Western Front not forgetting the Copes, the Corcorans, the Dowlings, the Doyles, the Greens, the Lawlers, the Nolans, the Westlakes, the list goes on. The intention of this book is to remember all these men and women, forefathers of our families, friends and neighbours, who decided to be part of one of the greatest humanitarian disasters, said Gerard. Funds raised will be used to erect a commemorative plaque in Castle Dermot to all of them so they can never again be forgotten. The book launch will take place on Thursday the 11th of November in Colossia Lurcon's Gymnasium in Castle Dermot at 7pm. Present on the evening will be members of the Lord Edward's own reenactment group from Monaster Evan who will be portraying soldiers from the then local Leinster Regiment. The launch is open to all. Come and see for yourself what our soldiers would have looked like. Good conversation and light refreshment will be served on the night.